Warning, this podcast contains strong language and touches on a multitude of topics that might be considered inappropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for anything that happens to you as a result of your decision. You have been warned. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and touches on a multitude of topics that might be considered inappropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for anything that happens to you as a result of your decision. You have been warned. Warning. This podcast contains strong language and touches on a multitude of topics that might be considered inappropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for anything that happens to you as a result of your decision. You have been warned. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on a multitude of topics that may be considered inappropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for the results of your decision. You have been warned. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on many topics that may not be considered appropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for the results of your decision. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and touches on a multitude of topics that might be considered inappropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for anything that happens to you as a result of your decision. You have been warned. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and may touch on topics that are not considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for the results of your decision. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and may touch on topics that are not considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for the consequences of your decision. Warning. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on many topics that may not be considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen to this podcast where you can be overheard, we are not responsible for the consequences of your decision. You've been warned. that ought need to be talked about. Yes, but mostly intersectional feminism and how it impacts everybody's life. Um, we are, we all have an X chromosome, as we've learned through our research. That's the only way we live. Yep, 
my name is Bill. And I'm Noelle. And we have some business to attend to before we let Noelle off her rage leash and go from there. <laughs> I'm so angry. So angry. There's so much to be angry with since the last time we sat down and had an anger. Anger rant moment. Um, but yes, business. Thank you, everybody, for your reviews and your listens and your likes and subscribes. They help. Now, tell other people about how ridiculous we are and how much you enjoy listening to everything we do. Because um, that will help get us up the charts and get us sponsors and things that help us make the podcast even better. Um, once we get sponsors and some revenue, we can start doing things like subscribing to databases that give us access to scholarly works um, some newspaper subscriptions and all that sort of good shit that makes us even more effective at bringing you some harsh truths um, it will also let us hire uh, or compensate guests for their time besides shameless plugging because as we discussed with Alpha Riff we believe in paying people so we would love to get some cool special guests but that requires cash. Cash is king, unfortunately. Well, these people do a lot of hard work. Like, I have a line on some amazing um, health equity experts, but they would be taking time out of their lives, and they don't have a lot of money to begin with, so I would like to chuck them some money for coming on the show and talking to us specifically about health access equity and the non-straight experience because that's where their expertise is well i i completely i'm not saying that it's not not to compensate people for work i'm just saying that unfortunately like i like we mentioned the last show there is a lot of money things that we would like to go through and chuck money at that we feel that they deserve it but unfortunately in this day and age the way that the economy is where you just can't give money to everything that you need to because you have to worry about your own sense of self so to speak and it sucks yeah i really we're so far doing this for free and for a little bit i don't mind doing it for i don't mind you know me screaming for free it's my time i can do what i want but if I'm asking somebody to take time out of their non-work day to come and talk about work, they deserve to be uh, compensated for that because I'm making them do extra work. That being said, uh, we would like to we like to hear from you anyway. Either possibly becoming a guest, uh, sharing your stories. If you don't fe- if you don't want to come on, feel free to go through and write us. Uh, write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. We have things that we'd like to talk to and discuss people about, about various topics, but also we want to be able to hear your stories. So feel free mm-hmm. to send us any feedback, any questions, any comments. Uh, share your stories about how you feel about equality in general in regards to intersectional feminism, uh, in, in regards to not just feminism itself, but racism, se- other sexisms, all, all the isms, basically. That's my... That's my catches all the isms. 
Yeah. Um, intersexual, intersectional feminism means everybody. It means uh, giving a voice to ex- and boosting the voice of experiences that don't necessarily have as much of a platform. You know, if you are neurodivergent, if you are non-straight, if you are dealing with a body that was not issued correctly from the factory, any of that, all of that, we are inclusive here. We want to hear your stories and your stories become either you, either we get you to come talk about them live or they can become rant issues with our, uh, with your permission, of course, because we're not assholes. Uh, we're not going to spill any beans without your permission. What is that email address they can write us at? Write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. And we have a Facebook page, which is at... Go ahead. The Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash we all have an X chromosome. You can also at us at at we all have an X chromosome. Um, Theoretically, there's an Instagram, unless that's still broken, because I don't know why we posted a thing and they they flapped their hands at us. The Instagram is, we are banned from Instagram because we are that controversial that we put our website address in our information, and that's the controversy. But we are on Twitter, where I actually do follow it to find more things to read about and rant at and go through and that's at x chromosome pod okay we also have a website but we put that shit on everything yep as we, as you heard a couple of times that's going to be x chromosome podcast.com and we have a patreon to help us go through and try to get fundings to databases, articles, things of that nature. Uh, that is www.patreon.com forward slash X chromosome podcast. Okay. So that's the business end of things. Now I got a lot of problems with this country and you're going to hear about it. Uh, starting with the last rant was about dress codes and about policing women's bodies. I was reminded this very day um, from the Twitter sphere. Um, this dude, if you want to go call him out for his gross misogyny, um, tweeted a picture of his daughter and her prom date and himself in a golf shirt. And, you know, he looks like he just got back from sucking at golf. He's also carrying a handgun. And he's captioned it, wishing my beautiful daughter and her date a great time at prom. And he's got his arm around her, and she's giving him the, oh, dad, sort of look. And he doesn't look like he has any business holding a firearm of any sort. Um, This is on the Facebook page. Um, And at Shannon R. Watts responded to him with, oh, yay, American dads have kicked off the season of let's pretend I'm going to shoot my daughter's date for impugning her chastity pics. And, you know, it's just gross. Uh, (sighs) We already have some great discussion going on on that, but super gross. Don't be that guy. It's disgusting and it's creepy. Stop. I don't understand why guys, why dads have to be so creepily obsessed with their. I'm piggybacking off. 
uh, some other stuff. You know, my true crime obsession has to deal a lot with women, with men being possessive of women. And, you know. Oh, that. that that's an God. NFL kicker. Is it? Yeah. I don't know who the. Uh, former, uh, the only reason I know that name is because what the fuck is it about the New York Giants going through and have at least having kickers that tend to be complete assholes? Uh, <laughs> because he used to kick for the Giants before they um, got the um, guy that uh, used oh, to. Even be- grosser. He's like my age, and that's extra disgusting. No, the, what I was going to look at is because that's a very, um, that's a very much a um, attitude in the South. When I lived in the South, to the point that when one of the things when I had my old podcast, my worries was about that I don't actually believe the stuff that's coming out of my mouth, and I just might be compensating for my surroundings. Anyway, one of the things that I used to do was sound like that. If I ever had... But that's what I lived in the South. So what I was looking for when you... Uh, when the pit, when it was mentioned, it was like, I wonder if that is a, one of these Southern tropes that go that goes about things. But nope, it's uh, an asshole everywhere. kicker. Uh, it's disgusting i i love this it's the i take gun safety very seriously that's what he's talking no no how about the i have no business thinking about whatever is going on in my daughter's pants i have no business thinking oh the gun was not loaded and had no clip in and i did not intend to be insensitive to that important issue they knew I was joking. It doesn't matter. It's disgusting that you think that it's remotely okay to have an unhealthy obsession with dick the the proximity of dicks to your daughter. That's gross. It's a it's not a regional thing. It's a level of bananasness in your faith thing. It's a it's a fundamental thing. Fundamentalism thing. Because it happened whenever you get the the crazy god botherers who get super uptight about shit. That's when you get into the women are actual you know possessions and you treat them as such. I understand what you're saying and I agree with it. What I was checking from for my own awareness was this is how I sounded when I lived in the South. And if this was just like some guy that lived in the South, that would have just confirmed my bias. Nah, it's everything. It's all terrible. But yeah, he was the kicker that the Giants had before um, the kicker that abused his wife. Oh, so this intersects with the NFL doesn't give a fuck about violence against women or women or anyone unless you're currently making them money. And as long as you're making them money, they will find a way to keep you on the field. I fucking hate if people want and, and if people want to go through and complain um go complain to cbs he is a college football analyst yeah, please light his shit up also he posted you know his in the screen cap which is his twitter handle so you can you know drag him for filth on the internet further don't let up i'll go through and post the the picture 
to our I'll link to the picture somewhere, but I'm not gonna go through and give them the audio uh setup <laughs> where to find them. <laughs> There's just so much has been going on is angry to to make me angry um from the eighteenth of April, so earlier this month. I'm going to butcher her name, and I desperately apologize for it. But this is more women, more men controlling women's bodies and what they do with them. Um, Nusrat Jahan Rafi uh, was burned to death for reporting sexual harassment. Um, how dare she? Now, if you are not aware of this story, she was <clears throat> content warning: this is shitty. Uh, she was doused with kerosene and set on fire at her school in Bangladesh. Less than two weeks earlier, she had filed a sexual harassment complaint against the headmaster. She was studying at a madrasa or Islamic school on the 27th of March. She said the headmaster called her into his office and repeatedly touched her in an inappropriate manner. Before things could go any further, she ran out. She went to the police with the help of her family. She should have been, she was filmed by the officer in charge on his phone as she described the, the ordeal. The policeman is, there is a vid, so there is a video. Um, in the video, she is visibly distressed and tries to hide her face with her hands. The policeman is heard calling the complaint, no big deal, and telling her to move her hands from her face. The video was later loked, leaked to local media. They arrested her assaulter, and it went downhill from there. She went to school for, to, take, to take her finals. Um, her brother tried to go with her. If I hadn't been stopped, something like this wouldn't have happened to my sister. He's going to have to deal with survivor guilt and self-blame for the rest of his life because nobody thought that she was worth protecting herself, you know, that she didn't have a right to herself and that it wasn't a big deal. Ugh. I really have... I when, can't. When, I'm when so angry. Brought, when this was brought to our attention, I was like... I have no words. I mean, this this is why I'm continuing to do this whole entire thing. Because you know that uh, metaphor about war when someone sees someone dies for the first time in the middle of war. They're like, oh my god, this is horrible. But they keep on seeing the death and the death and the death and they just walk by it like it's nothing because they're so used to it. Um... I, I, I feel like I got to the point where everything has gotten to the point that I see all this going on, and I'm like, I just can't even say anything about it anymore, um, because it's horrible. And what, what, what? It's like, what can I personally say that it's like I'm outraged inside? I, 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 I'm. I'm outraged to the point of being silent. It and takes the breath out of you. It yeah. Takes there's nothing that can be said. It's just mind-blowingly horrible. And because this is not a competition, everything is terrible. This is horrifying. Women are also set on fire here. Her name was Judy Malinowski. She was set on fire because she told a man no. She lived in Columbus. She lived for years. She lived in agony for years 
until he went to trial. And he's finally being charged with her murder. So don't think this is a an over there or a not in America country. Women are murdered for standing up for themselves all the time, all over the world. And it needs to stop. You see it all the time on the news where someone says to a guy, no, I'm not interested, and they follow them in the parking lot and they shoot them. Men, you need to, we need to start making sure that we are policing ourselves on top of everything. If you see shit like this getting even remotely ready to go down, you need to do what you can not only to intervene, but to make sure that people are also understand that they can be safe. As Noelle said, this isn't just an over there thing. This is an all over thing. If you see shit like this going down, you need to stop this shit from happening. You you know you know how people say that you need we have to stop saying the words man up. I'm sorry, but in this case you have to man up and stop it. Not just not just stop yourselves, but if you see something going on like that, you need to you need to put yourself in the path of saying, "Hey, bro, look. This is not cool. Get things out of the way." Yeah, you might go through and it it, it might put you in a harm's way a little bit, but still, what women go through it's bullshit. So the it's stupid. I'm, I'm, I hate to say, bring this to the campaign like this, but like the MBTA has this thing called um, if you see something, say something. It's not just about uh, like bagpacks being left on the tee and things like that. But if you instead of see something, say something. If you see something, do something. Because some it's we're at an age that we we just can't sit there and just like. Oh, I'm just going to call the cops or call the authorities. You got to actually get up and do something. It, ugh. Uh, I got to find a not dispatch story. Okay, here it is. One of the things I actually approve of Governor Kasich for um, the day after Judy died, June 28th, it was signed. Um, it was up. It, the original article I'm sharing was published 7 17 17 and was updated 8 10 17. It passed unanimously. She died on June 27th, 2017. She was only 33 years old. She spent two years in the hospital, determined to stay alive so she could testify against him. And she couldn't, she couldn't make it. Um, following her death, Ron O'Brien says he planned to move forward with murder charges and he pled to avoid the death penalty. And he pled out, which, I mean, good locked up forever. Um, So that's angry. That's a lot of angry. We would like to stop dying. Please stop killing us. And that's all religions. That's everyone. Um, Judy got noticed. There are women who are killed every day who are discarded. Uh, Women of color, trans women, indigenous women, sex workers, marginalized people, marginalized women all the time. And we have to stop it, and I don't know how. Um, if you have ideas, please write the podcast so we can start actively doing something instead of just being so angry we cannot speak. Okay, but- so can I bring a different type of righteous rage to the the program? Okay, what are we? What are you righteously raging about? I've got uh, my fucking hooray. All right, so um. 
our our current uh, favorite uh, rich white man, Robert Kraft. Um, oh my god, now what? Um, <sighs> Robert Kraft claimed a short-term victory Tuesday when a judge temporarily barred the release of surveillance videos of Patriot's owner allegedly paying for sex acts in a Florida spa, writing that fairly unremarkable allegations have dominated the headlines because the defendant owns the most successful franchise in the National Football League. However, as soon as the jury is selected, they're releasing the motherfuckers. Oh, good. <laughs> good. They just don't, the judge just drag him for filth. The yeah. judge just doesn't want them released now because it would make the it would ruin the jury selection process. Uh, but as soon as the jury is selected, it will be they'll be oh, able to they'll good. be able to release the uh the videos. And impaneled. That makes. I mean, that's a, that's a reasonable thing. That's like, okay. If we release these, we're gonna taint the jury pool, and that's gonna give him a chance to appeal. So we'll hold off until the jury's selected. Selected, and, and then when we when the trial starts, you can release them as evidence during the trial. And everybody can go through and we'll... the day they hit, the day they are introduced into evidence during the trial, it's gonna ugh. The sharks will come out and they will feast. Um, and Goodell is gonna do everything he can to protect the cartel of thirty-two, thirty-two teams, right? Um, I only care I... about one of them, so I, I lose track of how many others are in the the totality of the NFL. I think if this goes through, and I, I think that it won't hit hurt the league as much as will protect um, Kraft as much as some people think, only because um, Goodell oh, and Kraft no. hate Goodell and Kraft hate each other. I could see that Kraft could I, I could see that Kraft himself might get like quote unquote kicked out of the lead or suspended. Um, Patriots would probably lose draft picks. But it just go to like another member of the Kraft family, probably in regards to the ownership. But the videos will be released when this goes to trial, and Kraft put himself in the position, thinking that if I go to trial, the videos won't be released. But no, that's not going to be the case. Maybe he'll plead now. That's probably what's going to happen. I mean, he's a garbage human being. I've just been. I thank you for the update on the Robert Kraft is a garbage human being front. <laughs> Um, I appreciate knowing when people are going to get what they deserve. But yes, I decided. I think it was time to break things up with a little bit of righteous, uh, a righteous rage, so to speak. Yeah, well, something a little lighter, and in more lightness, this article crossed my desk from Broadly. This is out of the UK. Um. Dateline April 17th, 2019, article written by Jake Hall, filed under politics. In the UK, sex workers are joining with trade unions to demand better collective conditions for their industry. Yes! It's legal to exchange exchange sex for money in England, but street-based workers are often criminalized through loitering and soliciting laws. 
because of course they are. Brothels are illegal, but an overly generous legal definition of a brothel means that sex workers can be raided and persecuted for sharing premises, even if they're doing so for their own protection. In the campaign groups and collectives like Decrim Now and Swarm are calling for full, decrim full decriminalization, but in the meantime, strippers, whose work is entirely legal, are unionizing in the hopes of sparking industry-wide change. Now, just before people go through and jump on the negativity bandwagon about this, um, about, oh no, if you go through and you unionize, it's going to make things less safe. Yeah, but we just pointed out the reason why it's causing issue. I remember when I lived in New Hampshire, which I call the South of the North, they were talking about strippers having to, or looking to go through and unionize there and, uh, Basically, one of the things about the unionization of it is that they were going to forcefully have them um, ha to constantly wear, like, badges with their, like, actual name and address and things like that. What? No. Yeah. Uh, and the thing was, is it had to do they, it was some legal mumbo-jumbo that caused it to, like, get pushed off the side and be... And basically, it got ended because of a bunch of bad press, basically. This is something that is talking about safety of everyone involved. It not, ju not just—this this is about equality and feminism. It's not just about decriminalizing and having everything safe for the women. It's about—it's honest work. Honestly, the— I'm going to be quite honest. If it was legal, I would probably use the services. I'm single. I'm not getting anything anytime soon. It might be something that I might consider going through and doing, but just because of the legalization aspects of it, it's like it's like pot. I can now go and have... I'm in Massachusetts. I can now go and have a marijuana cigarette and not get in trouble. They're called joints. They're they're called or or blunts. They're not called <laughs> marijuana cigarettes. You square. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to break in and be like, I am the whitest white chick, and I know that you do not call them marijuana cigarettes ever, <laughs> unless you're like from the fifties. I know that a blunt is is a cigar wrapper. I know. I'm hip for an old lady. I'm I'm with it. I'm cool. I got kids <laughs> to teach me the, the, the lingo about the devil's lettuce. <laughs> but still, what it boils down to is it really what it boils down to is that yeah. the because legalities are there, it is stopping people that are doing honest work from not only doing their honest work, but possibly even flourishing. Yes. And this goes back to just comparing it to mar the marijuana industry itself. Now you have marijuana starting to be legal in other states, but you still have people stuck in jail for having a little bit of marijuana for themselves. And not being decriminalized because of that. Not... Getting not having removed, their yeah not getting removed from prison because they it's now legal to have now you have retroactive um 
voiding of arrest records. Just yeah, you it's, were never in trouble for pot. It's and and you and a lot of the times that you have now these dispensaries coming up, you have a bunch of white people running the dispensaries and owning mm-hmm. the dispensaries. When you have a lot, it, it when you have a case of a lot of black people in jail that were dealing in the first place. And are probably going to be better at running a dispensary efficiently than the people who are running them now. Because really, if you have a successful drug dealing business, you're an entrepreneur and you have a business and you were good at business because you were obviously running a successful enterprise. It just Uncle Sam happened to frown on what on your product at the time. Take the drug dealers out of prison pot dealers take pot dealers out of prison put them in dispensaries let them handle shit they've already got the connections they can already get shit taken care of you know they already know the business let them do their jobs let them get paid clear their records i wish it would work on me unfortunately it doesn't my only experiences are um it does help a little bit with the anxiety which is nice I have somewhere recorded where I ate, like, so many marijuana-infused edibles that I was with my... It was a two-hour recording with um, me and my other podcast partner just seeing if it would go through and have any effect because I was told the whole entire thing of, all right, just don't go through and eat. Eat and wait a little bit before it affects because you're gonna go through and get you're gonna eat you're gonna try to eat a lot thinking that's gonna have no effect and then it's all gonna hit you. And I'm like, no, no, I'm just gonna go through and do the worst case scenario. <laughs> no, I'm no, gonna... you don't know. No, 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 no. no, no. I got plenty of advice from no, I, my I, friends I, who partake about my upcoming vacation <laughs> to a land where that shit's legal. Um. Also, my work has already been informed, just in case they know not to drug test me for a um, while until I get back. Not that they drug test me anyway, but but good, good guy the, employer isn't going to punish me. But and I, I was also given advice of from things that people that know what like how to have an effect sooner. So I was on an empty stomach. I got him from a good place where they were. I was told that it were potent. I go through and I eat all the stuff, um, doing it live just to see if anything weird would happen over the course of the time, um, had it eaten, had everything eaten about maybe 30 minutes, um, and two hours later, even through the recording, I felt nothing, uh, even like three hours after the recording was over, only thing I got was dry mouth. <laughs> um... And then later on, I've tried smoking it, and it's like, still nothing, and they're like, people just think that just because, my body refuses to have that type of enjoyment unless it's, like, I guess harder opiates. Um, only thing that, only thing that's a drug that's even remotely affected me has been codeine. Unfortunately, mar- the marijuana is not for me. I, I, the devil's lettuce does not affect me. I am too pure for the devil to affect me. <laughs> or it, you just don't realize the effect it had because it didn't do what you were expecting it to do. No, like I, just, I, 
It had it had nothing. I felt no different. Nothing. I didn't feel any different either. Um, I have I have two experience stories. One of them involved um, getting hotboxed out of a dorm room with some really really like Toledo window box would have been a step up. Um, it smelled like burning electrical, and it was the room was so foggy. It's just, ugh. I don't know what they were doing, but there was, I took forever to, to wash it out of my everything. Um, it was the longest shower of my life. And the second experience, it was like, so nothing is occurring except I am not doing all of my anxiety twitches. It wasn't like a noticeable thing until I thought about it. See, I was actively trying to think about it just to see if there was things that were might be going different, and it just wasn't. I, I just for me, for me, when it comes down to getting high, I actually need to feel it's it's just doesn't work. And I actively notice that nothing is different. The only physical sensation, unfortunately for me, has been dry mouth. It's more that I'm sad that it doesn't work than angry that it doesn't work. Because I wish it did work. <laughs> and the only other thing that I haven't tried in regards to various things that I've been told is like, this will put you to sleep. And I'm like, look, I have no problem going to sleep. I am a sleep fucking champion. <laughs> it's staying awake. Yeah. All right, so... I want to bring up a, a conversation that is going to be important, especially in 2020 and things that are going through, um, which affects which affects all of this type of thing. I'm going to talk about politics and uh, the presidential oh, election. Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Um, so people have their favorite candidates. That's just logical out there. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that having a favorite candidate is wrong. As long as your goal for 2020 is to get the per current person that is acting as if they should be president out of office. Um, as long as that's your goal, great, more power to you. So, I noticed that every time anybody has been coming out and... There, there are candidates out there that I know absolutely nothing about. For me, a lot of it has to be about getting to know candidates as people, so to speak. And that's important to me as much as their policies. I don't have the the phonetic pronunciation of the candidate's name in front of me. Um, but Is it Mayor uh, Pete? Yes, Mayor Pete. That's the best way to put it, yes. Um, Mayor Pete currently is getting the same... Um, is starting to get the same... the same pushback as... Uh, Beto is um, about yes. You're you keep talking and you sound you sound like. But what are your policies? How important do you think it is for at this juncture in the game about policies? But for example, um, people talk about the policies and various things. One of the things that uh, Mayor Pete has mentioned is that. He doesn't agree about with the idea of uh, free education for all. Um, that that's his personal opinion in regards to that. 
However, at this at this juncture, do you think it's a good idea for a candidate to start throwing out policies before they actually get everything set up with the primary fields officially? Yes, it's absolutely important. Also, I'm really tired of white guys. Really tired of white guys. I don't care if I, just, um, I, I, I don't I, care about guys anymore. I, I already know that my vote is either going to go to Warren or uh, Harris, depending on the the um or or depending on who is says that they're stepping out after after um the beginning of the primary season. I'm in Massachusetts. Um, I'm un, unenro- I'm what's called unenrolled. I'm an independent voter. I actually vote in either primary if I choose, but I'm going to probably be voting for Warren or Harris, not because there's anything wrong, but I think that we need we need a more div- set of diverse voices in government in general. So that's just my take on that. Um, nothing wrong with Bernie, nothing wrong with other people. I just, I'm going to just go with Warren or Harris, depending on that. It's going to probably be a coin flip at the time. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't sweep all of the other candidates that are not uh, Gillibrand, Harris, or Warren. I actually forgot um, about Gillibrand. Yeah, let's, let's not. That's why I threw some shit up there so we can be like, oh, hey, look at all of these people that are running, that are throwing their hat in the ring. Okay. Excluding anyone who identifies as female, I can no longer sweep, you know, I can't sweep the rest of them under the straight white and male, uh, because some of them are not straight and some of them are not white, but I'm really tired of dudes. We've had 45 guys, 45, and it's increasingly clear that men are temperamental, um, fragile fucking children and you should not be allowed anywhere near something like nuclear codes. So it's time to stop. And something I'm hearing over and over again, they're not likable. Elizabeth Warren isn't likable. Christian Gillibrand isn't likable. Kamala Harris isn't likable. We don't fucking care. This isn't a popularity contest. You don't have to be liked to do a good job. I'm it's exasperating as a woman. You're not. An, it's. Um, I shared a meme today about Brie Larson and how Brie Larson is getting all of this pushback for the same shit Robert Downey Jr. did and does and is. He's the embodiment of cocky asshole, and we love him for it because he is Tony Stark. It is the it is the role that he has spent his life studying for. God bless him for getting clean. Good. Good for him. May he continue on that journey. It's tough. I'm very proud of him for handling his shit and getting it, getting his life back together. But it did make him a perfect Tony Stark. Brie Larson is the same cocky. She doesn't take shit from people. She doesn't fuck around. Uh, she's not nice. Just and, like Captain Marvel. Just, yeah, just like Carol Danvers does not have time to be nice to you. She's got shit to do. Um, she spends the entire movie not being nice to anyone except her lifelong friend and her friend's daughter. Those are the only two people she is actively nice to. She is compassionate to the scroll once she figures out what shit's going real. Spoilers! By the way, <laughs> fuck you. If you haven't seen the movie yet, you deserve 
everything you're getting right now. Um, Endgame is literally coming coming out Thursday. <laughs> Go fucking see Captain Marvel if you haven't seen it already. You're out of time. Carol Danvers is... She doesn't have any time for Fury. She doesn't have any time for Uncle Phil. Uh, she doesn't have any time for any of, any of the Kree in the movie. She's got no no time and no shit. No fucks to give about any of it. She's got a job. She's gonna fucking handle it. She's gonna figure shit out. And it's gonna, you know, she is mission-oriented. That's everything you want in a men's action hero. But because the story does not hit all the traditional action hero notes, boy, specific boys fucking lose their minds. Also because Carol Danvers is a chick who listens to Nine Inch Nails and is a fucking badass. Um, metal. I'm gonna do... Carol Danvers cosplay that is essentially cutting up a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt and wearing a leather jacket. And that's it. That's it. I'm doing a 90s grunge cosplay of Carol Danvers. It's fine. Uh, But Brie Larson is... She has that spirit about her where she's like, no, I I don't want a bunch of the same old questions. I'm not going to talk to male reporters. They're not going to ask me real questions. Fuck them. Fuck the whiny white boys. Okay, so... Let me give a correction about this. Okay. Um, she never actually said that. Fair, but uh, it, it was she. What she what she did go through and say because I actually went through and I because you mentioned this before in regards to this. Um, and I and it was went through various fact checkers because people were getting angry about her supposedly saying this. But it was not the case. What she did say is that um, she did notice that she need that the media in general across the board needs more women in media covering this type of thing. Not that she won't talk to men, but she doesn't want to just be in a room full of male reporters talking about the issue when she. He wants to be able to have more women in media covering this type of thing. Um, because this this also came on to the point about the whole, this movie is not for you, about the men part. She didn't say that either. Um, however, all the, neg- the these negative thoughts that the media are portraying has been attributed to her. And basically, it's still point blank she gives no fucks and she's gonna say what's on her mind but people manipulate that to the point that it's sounds like she's being an angry white woman when really it's not the case she's being a feminist right um that that's feminism it's that i would like to talk about the movie not about what i'm wearing or my diet right i would like the same questions my male co-hosts my male co-stars are being asked i would it's the same thing she's just the loudest about it because she's on her you know her platform is so much bigger because she's part of the marvel cinematic universe and all signs point to her helming the next 20 years of film and so i just the tears the tears are going to be delicious and I'm I'm here for all of it. Um but I am not here for anyone 
anywhere anymore who says, she's not nice. Why can't she be nice? We're tired of being nice. Nice is a defense mechanism that women use to keep themselves alive. And we're exhausted. And sometimes that doesn't even work either. And yet that generally, it it doesn't actually work to keep us alive. But um, it's something that I'm having fun playing with in my Discord server game. Um, My character has had a lot of stressors. And it's a behavior I've witnessed in myself. And I'm getting to sit and analyze it at a remove because in these situations she's playing old tropes and she's using all of the tricks that women have been given to keep them it's something i've i just notice being a someone who moves through the world as a woman um, i've noticed it a lot in my gaming life they always say such nice things about my character you're they're like, You're, Miss Yuri is so nice. Miss Yuri is such a kind person. She's so nice. How could she be? E- how could she be terrible? It's like I know she's a horrible, horrible monster. I know exactly what she would do, given any situation, and depending on her mood and what she needed to accomplish, how far she would go to accomplish her goals. Nobody else knows that. So I have this in-character persona that's nice and soft and and okay she's a little stern and standoffish but she's perceived as compassionate and gentle and caring um but i like carol danvers ran out of fucks a long time ago and i don't put up with people's shit and i don't put up with back talk and i don't i'm not nice out of character and people attacked me for it People have attacked me for years for not playing ball, for not letting them do whatever, not letting them what they wanted to do and going along with the flow. So when I see people do that to a political candidate, it drives me insane because it doesn't matter. Do I run a good event? Did you have fun? Then shut the fuck up about me being nice to you or nice in general. Because it's not about whether you like me, it's about whether I produce, I delivered on what I said I was going to do. Um, we have a, a question about how do I feel about the difference between she is nice and she has been nice to me. Um, personally, I'm not nice. People who call me nice, I I'll, will automatically not trust them because they haven't looked past the public persona. All they see is my shape, the softness, um, and that I'm a girl, and that I'm not instantly trying to yell at them. They haven't earned it yet. So, obviously, she's really nice. Um, either somebody's paying me to not be sh- to not be a standoffish introvert, or you haven't pissed me off. The, she has been nice to me, um, the me being the speaker if i have done a kindness to someone it's because they've earned it it's a huge difference between she's a nice person and she's been nice to me most of the time if i'm nice to you it's because you either need that from me or you've earned that from me if you if it's a if it's a need situation it's probably work related if it's earned it's because 
I have chosen to include you in that which is mine. I'm very selfish. I pretty much consider everything mine. But I can't be everywhere at once, so I take care of the mine that is in front of me at the time. It's um, Also, abusive people can be nice to specific people and super, super shitty to their victims. So, just because somebody is nice to you does not mean, you specifically, does not mean that they're not an asshole. So, do be aware that can be a thing and you should listen with two ears. I also... Go ahead. I also want to... Not to, but to piggyback off that point. A lot of the times, people that are abused know that the their abuser has the this public persona of niceness that they don't even try to fight the back in the to by trying to get help because they know the first thing that they're gonna get is oh. They're looking out for your best interests. They're not as bad as you think they are. They know. They're nice to me. Right. And they know the first thing that people are going to say is they're nice to me. People that are in an abusive situation, the only people they can basically go through and turn to, it it tends not to be people that, that are their friends. Especially if their friends know the other person. Because they're tainted. Because you're putting extra, you're putting extra issues on the abused by trying to talk them into saying, "But your abuser seems like a good person. Why do you think this way? Why do you think they're? Be- they, of course, they're not. You're you're getting you're putting extra pressure onto the person being abused by." trying to you might see it as trying to understand the situation but how you go through and present it doesn't feel that way if someone's saying look this person is being shitty to me they're hitting me they're hurting me they're harming me all stop this person is harming another person your first response should be what can I do to help you get out of this situation? Not how nice the person is that's the abuser, not how they treat other people, not their public persona. What is the what can I do to get you out and help you from this situation? Period. All stop. Yeah. Um having been in a shitty relationship with somebody who convinced me that his career was slightly more important than my pain. Yeah. It's taken a long time to talk about it. It's taken a long time to put it in a context. Um, but I'm in a place where I can talk about it to friends we had in common. Friends that he had, in some cases, only because of me. And to not be able to talk to them and say, this, this person is toxic for all of us. We need to get away was extremely painful but it's better now and that's awesome and i like where i am with that friend and i like where i am now please just listen (laughs) when it comes to people being abusive we're coming all the way back around to women getting murdered because nobody's listening terrible stories this week um there were too many to ping and share and because just there was so much anger with them 
women are getting kicked out of apartment complexes. Women are getting uh, ignored by the cops for calling for help, for reporting abuse. What the hell is that shit besides terrifying all day? They're being ignored and it's killing them because, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, it's just a thing. Oh, he's only pulling your hair because he likes you. It's frightening. I'm not entirely sure where I'm going with this except generalized anger. Yeah, also, you know, the woman whose Uber driver left her in the middle of nowhere. She was trying to go to a doctor's appointment. He found out what sort of doctor's appointment, and he just abandoned this woman who was she was trying to get an abortion. He abandoned her it's on the not, side of the road, kicked her out of the car. It's not just that he abandoned her. He basically was threatening her with the whole entire thing. He stopped and let her out, and then he was like, well, I can bring you back but or leave you out here, and you're not going to be able to get anybody out here to pick you up. So he basically sat there and basically played with his food, so to speak. Oh. Um, to... Yeah, I didn't read the whole article because I don't have <clears throat> enough enough yeah it's it's in it's, a day to be angry about everything it's just it's it, basically it's worse than what the headline said basically um i uh the headline was pretty disgusting and yeah it, it was worse uh the of course worse. he picked her up he was talking to her and somehow he figured out that she was going to a clinic and he, they were out in the middle of nowhere at the point getting to that air, from getting to point A to point B. And he goes, "Well, I can't take you there because I don't agree with it. So I'm gonna have to let you out here. But I, I can take you back to where you were. But I'm not gonna take you out there." So she said, "Fine, let me out. Let her out." Um, and he's like, "You're not gonna get another Uber driver out here." And he, for like five to ten minutes, he was going while she was trying to make calls to cab companies, Ubers, things like that. They come pick her up in the middle of nowhere. Thankfully, her <laughs> GPS She's... on her phone was able to get somebody out there so she could continue on to her destination. And that she didn't well, report the person to Uber, and the person has been banned from driving Uber. This is why I don't get into cars with strangers from the internet! Sorry. But still, it's like, it's multiple levels of fucked up yes uh, um and then there's the even if we don't get dropped off in the middle of nowhere by terrorists um they could still just straight up murder us Ugh. just don't get into the i know ride sharing is a big deal and people are like it's it's the wave of the future it's don't get in the car with strangers from the internet just don't stop it call a cab company they're actually required to deliver you to your destination um and the, probably take I, you away again uh, i hate to say i wish that was easy right there call the cab company um i've lived in places where calling a cab company is not an option i i know it's not easy and i too live somewhere where calling a cab company is not easy and not really an option but I mean, at least a cab company, they're not going to, they're no. probably not going to murder you because somebody in dispatch is keeping an eye on them. Um, I'm not saying that's not really an option. I, I mean, when you've called all the cab, surrounding cab companies and they said, we're sorry, we don't go out to your area. 
I live in rural Ohio. Yeah, um, you you might have a cab company that is willing to go out to rural Ohio. Not um, really. May or may not, I don't know, but it's one of those things where, unfortunately, I live in areas where I could still get an Uber, but I couldn't get a cab, even if I called all the cab companies. That's the thing about the, in my view, is the whole wave of the future thing, but um, unfortunately, people have to start thinking about things like, okay, now that this Uber driver caused this person horror, I have to see about getting off from my Uber ride about two blocks away from my attended destination. Just, just to so... make sure I get there. Yeah. Safely. It's... it's uh, uh, we're just, There's so much to be angry about, and there's not enough podcast time. Because eventually Bill will want to... There's so much to be angry about. There is, there is a lot of podcast time, but it's also... How long do people want to be? Can can people sit there and listen for one giant sitting? And <laughs> endless rant. Oh, um, well, so this was brought up because I was going to bring this up too, but um, our friend of the podcast night, um, who is constantly bombarding us in a good way with things I, to endlessly. Our page. We need we need more people. <laughs> More people like Knight, please, because otherwise I have to remember to do things on my own, and I hate doing homework. Please do um, homework for me. Uh, Trelise Theron. I probably butchered the name. I, this is one of those names that I keep on reading. I just keep on mispronouncing. Um, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron, thank you. Uh, reveals her support for her trans daughter. One day, her daughter says, I'm not a boy. She, she's run with it. Not a boy. I, uh, okay, that's great, good. <laughs> Moving on. And that's exactly how it should be handled at uh, 100% of the time. Oh, now all the way back to, to trans rights. How about that chick who's getting suspended for kneeing, an ass- kneeing a bunch of assholes in the- kneeing an asshole in the crotch for being in the wrong bathroom? Um, harassing women in a bathroom, in a it's she's been suspended and it's infuriating she's suspended for defending herself because she was afraid of these guys who burst into the into the girl's bathroom and being fucking menaces as we'll have to find the story so we can share the link but so, i spent like two weeks being angry about that so, so when i read through the story a little bit further um what it boiled down for the now the girl in question um is not a trans girl um on top of everything uh so there was something that came through that basically uh, was talking about uh trans bathroom rights so a bunch of boys thought it would be something to funny that well, if, uh a, someone that could come into our bathroom we could go into their bathroom so they were going to go into the girls' bathroom to go through and do a mocking selfie as a group shot in the girls' bathroom um, because they were trying to, quote-unquote, protest this. This is t- this... taking place in North Pole, Alaska. Um, uh, and there so, was you know, it's the ass end of nowhere. Yep. So uh, these boys enter the woman's bathroom, and a girl who was in the bathroom tried to stop them and because she's freaked out and she kicked one of them in the balls. Um, 
she just did what she was taught to do and she kneed him in the crotch because she was afraid and angry and I mean she's ugh there's no right. They entered the bathroom and blocked the door. They trapped her in the bathroom and scared her. So she did what she needed to do to get away. And she's been suspended for it. The fuck is that? Yeah, uh, as she was exiting the girl's room, a female student, no relation to the transgender student, that they th- that the school administration said it was okay for them to use the bathroom, um, was startled and frightening, fright- frightened and responded by kneeing one of the students in the groin. The rest of the boys dispersed, and the injured boy was brought to the nurse. The female student, who is a minor and therefore not identified, was expelled indefinitely from the school after a Title XI, Title IX investigation for using force against another student before physical force was used upon her. Uh, the boys were also disciplined, though their punishment was not released and does not seem to be as severe. The student is appealing the school's decision, and many of the community has her back to her. Um, one person that to come to the girl's defense was Republican Alaska State Representative Tammy Wilson, who voiced her comment in the news. I, that name uh, comes to me as someone being problematic, but really what it boils down to is that a bunch of boys run to the bathroom, not because they... They, they're claiming it's a protest, but it's just like, let's go do this as a prank. Girl is exiting, freaked out, needs one of them in the nuts because it just looks like men are invading the woman's space because they're just being assholes. Then the other guys run away after one of them gets need. And one of them gets, ex- the, the girl gets expelled indefinitely, and the other one might have been quote-unquote punished, but doesn't seem that bad. So this is bullshit on top of bullshit. Yes, anger. So angry. There are no words. It's more, it's just more misogyny and policing of women and denial of women the right to basic things like allowing, like, being able to take a leak without feeling afraid. The bathroom should be the one place that you can go and not be afraid of all places and here's yet another example of how that's not the case and how misogyny internalized or otherwise because there are women who harass other women in the bathroom and i don't understand those women but they exist i don't i don't know how to live in a world where you can't take a piss in safety to where even in some cases You will be followed into the bathroom because you don't have a appropriately shaped enough, there's air quotes, for those of you listening at home and not in my little podcast lair, not womanly enough shaped body or the wrong haircut. I don't get it. And I don't have words for how fucked up it is that somehow we've gotten to a point in our society where some people think it's okay to be obsessed with strangers' genitals. Huh. So, with that being said, I wish I had better news in uh, this phone. Yeah, I kind of blew my fucking hooray early. Uh, <laughs> with the, yay, sex workers are... Oh, yeah, that's a happy thing. The FBI arrested the leader of the right-wing militia that was detaining migrants at the border. That makes me happy. That's a happy thing. 
Charlize Theron supporting her daughter makes me happy. Sex workers unionizing in the UK makes me happy. Robert Cross video is going to be released at some point after jury selection. Makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, Robert Kraft having to face some sort of penalty for being a disgusting human being. Um, see, that makes see, me happy. At some point, we're going to be professional enough to talk about all the stories beforehand, so we can end everything off on a happy note for sure. But yes, yeah, someday, <laughs> someday we will have our shit together. But it is not this day. This day, Bill is going to have to do a ton of creative editing back on the back end of this to cut it into some sort of meaningful and uh, coherent whole so let me spe- to release let- into the world. Let's go In through fact, this rant probably let won't let even make it Patreon to the official broadcast. Uh, this is something that, is something that has uh, recently changed after the Alpha Rift episode. Um, yes, speak about them. We talk on these podcasts a lot. <laughs> um we basically had about close to three and a half hours of footage on just the last episode. Now, most people can't sit for a podcast and listen to three and a half hours of footage. I don't know about you, but I can't. Um, I have to usually break up my listening time for the my long long form podcast. So I start breaking up things that are not feminist related into chunks that are on Patreon only. Now, what I've decided is that everybody's going to get access to everything. However, if you have $1 and you put it to the podcast, you're going to have it early all the additional ooey gooey bits just early, just like the podcast episodes. But that's just going to be on Patreon. It's not going to be released into a podcast download setup. So, if you... During the time when I'm doing the editing, I'm going to take, like, chunks of things that are good as separate, and I'm going to upload those to the Patreon while I'm uploading the main beast. So, while during the week through the editing process when I do all my editing... Yeah, that's not going to happen anytime soon. So much editing. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad we don't edit swears, because you would die. Um, go to our Patreon. You'll see that, oh, post happened. That might be a 22-minute clip. That might be a 30-minute clip. That might be a 15... That might be a 10-minute clip. Just that might be something that's a funny blooper. Who knows? Um, go to our Patreon. Help us support. Not just going through to continue to do the podcast. Uh, I will say that the podcast platform where we upload everything to is paid for for the for the rest of the year, so that's a good thing. But we need to think about not only the future of the podcast, but we want to be able to, again, be able to do more with the podcast to make it a better product. Um, any support helps in that regard. Um, but everything that we've talked about will be put onto our website www.xchromosomepodcast.com all the links to our social media all our links to the Patreon our donate link through to PayPal is also there in case you don't want to go to the Patreon but you're like, I like what you're doing here's some money, uh, we appreciate everything everybody that submits gets a shout out on the podcast yes if you throw money at us you will get to hear your name spoken 
um, every time we record, we try to update the fresh donors and, you know, beloved friends of the podcast who get shouted out pretty regularly. So we love you. We support you. We could not do this without you. Um, and even you reviewers, please remember to keep telling us your favorite dinosaur or um, we, we don't care what you put in the comments actually at all. Uh, favorite dinosaur, favorite alcohol, favorite mixed drink, favorite crayon. Just say you told me to come give it a five-star review and I did that. Um, if you leave an actual review, that's nice. Um, but we're far more interested in feedbacking us through the website and the email because we actually care about that and look at that regularly. Whereas reviews, we don't have the energy to scroll through endlessly write us at xchromosomepodcast.com um you can also tell us your favorite dinosaur there too but um we would prefer more serious correspondence um save the dinosaurs for facebook and stuff hold on i just saw that well we have three ratings and two reviews just to let you know triceratops is winning uh but we have oh yay Uh, two any of them contain dinosaurs. It's just Triceratops. <laughs> okay, Team Triceratops, you're 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 ahead of the game. Um, All right. So that being said, my name is Bill, and my name is Noel. Good night. Craig, go away.
what did I just watch sort of thing. Oh god, the bots are alive. <laughs>